And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It is Thursday the 5th of August and at the moment it's sunny but Paul tells me it may rain, it may rain later but I think he's wrong. Morning well, Paul, how are you? Yeah, I'm going to hold by that belief though. We'll see uh, how much it clouds up and whether we get more showers. Well, let's move quickly on. I know us Brits, we just love to talk about the weather but... Um, Glen, let's start with Glencore. Glencore had some interims today and they're pretty damn impressive, aren't they? They're not too bad at all, actually, here. Uh, had half year revenue up by 32% uh, to $93.8 billion. Uh, unit costs uh, for copper came in at $0.85 cents a pound. For zinc, uh, at uh, uh, it was actually negative costs at $0.18 cents a pound after gold credits. Uh, nickel costs at $2.54 a pound and thermal coal of $54 a tonne. They announced today additional cash distribution as, as well of $530 million or four cents a share and a $650 million share buyback as well. So looking very promising there with net debt also down by over 5 billion in just six months to just over 10 billion uh, uh, remaining here at this point in time. And their margins improved by quite a lot as well. Uh, on EBITDA basis up to 38%, whereas a year ago it was just 22%. I mean, it's a good bellwether for the, the mining majors. And of course, I mean, it's still well below the five pound IPO price, but I think we all knew that the IPO was never gonna be a good one for investors, although the big big banks always try and flog these things off and stuff everyone. Um, but the stock, you know, it fell to nearly a pound uh, back when the COVID pandemic um, Started and it's now back up to three pounds thirty. Actually, hasn't moved much today, which tends to suggest that the market was expecting good figures. But I think what is more interesting here, Paul, really is is this. Um, I know a few years back, Robert Friedland sort of said that um, he saw that the ma mining majors were getting discipline, as he called it, and uh, and that they would then get control back of the whole commodities market. And I think you know to say that. Uh, hold people to ransom would be wrong. But to a certain extent, that's coming on board, isn't it? I mean, the, the majors are disciplined now, and that puts them in a very strong position, doesn't it? The Western listed majors are at this point. They're being much more conscious uh, on behalf of what the best uh, capital return uh, is going to be on a particular investment. And volume is not the uh, order of the day anymore. It's uh, capital returns and margins at this point. So, yes, they are if we can also get the rest of the world's miners that are otherwise like state-owned enterprises and so forth with various countries in order to follow so similar discipline it should be a rather golden era i think uh, as far as corporate uh, uh, strength is concerned for the miners yeah well, certainly there's, there's in my view no sign for the next few years mining stocks are going to be uh, good performers and uh, it's interesting, of course, you know, during the difficult years of, say, 2012, 2019, you know, generalist fund managers walked away from the mining sector completely. Uh, but I think they will start coming back, which will see quite a lot of active interest uh, in these stocks. Anyway, and the better, and yeah, the better yield and dividends they pay, I think, also will increase their appeal with the institutional investors as well. Yeah, that's obviously the majors. Um, Obviously, the expiration and the smaller ones struggle slightly harder for that. Look, let's quickly rattle through some of the rest of the news. We had um, interims from Sentiment today, didn't we? 
Yes, we did. Uh, along with that, they declared an interim dividend of four cents a share. And uh, it, the board also tipped that they would probably be considering a final dividend of five cents a uh, uh, share when they come in uh, with full results in February of next year. Revenues and, and earnings, however, uh, and production, however, down and costs were up. Uh, all this is part of the uh, um, uh, ramifications of the uh, mine uh, redesign at the north end as a result of the pit failure at the end of last year, pit wall failure. So cash costs were at 807 an ounce, which were up 26%, and all-in sustaining costs at 11.86 an ounce, or up 32%. Uh, gold production otherwise was off by 18% to just shy of 204,000 ounces. And they got uh, just uh, at $1,800 an ounce uh, for that in sales uh, for that. Profit before tax, $117 million, and net profit was uh, $59.5 million US. Yeah, di difficult to get excited by those figures, really, I thought. Uh, and the market isn't either. It's uh, marked them off 2.5p or 2.5% or so. Um, so, uh, yeah, not exactly exciting. Um, and, of course, it's, it's again, this is a stock that peaked um, 12 months ago or so, was it? Um, at nearly £2.50, and here we are today down at a pound. So it has had quite a hard fall already. Uh, now, some good news out on Makanga. Makanga is a pretty popular stock at the moment, isn't it? Yes, it is. The news with Makango uh, Resources, that's the aim quoted rare earths developer in the country of Malawi in Africa. They're consolidating the ownership interests uh, of uh, both the Songway Hill project uh, and the uh, Maginito uh, battery materials uh, recycling uh, enterprise or initiative they're pursuing all within Makango here, essentially with a transaction to buy out the 49% interest of Talaxis. Uh, this also uh, comes along with the 13 million pound share transaction with them, along with a 5.52 million sterling fundraise uh, as well. And all of this is part of the idea to consolidate this uh, uh, this uh, corporate position and the Songway Hill uh, uh, ownership as their feasibility study for Songway Hill will be finished in just not that many months time going forward. So it, all consolidated together, it should be an easier project to fund for CapEx. Yep, they seem to be doing all the right things. We like Makango. Uh, quickly rattling through because I know time is moving on. Um, but we've had uh, Goldplatt quarterly and, and full year operating update, haven't we? Yes, we have. And with uh, Gold Platt, uh, there, they hadn't yet finished the uh, sales of the uh, Kalima Pesa mine at a period end of the 30th of June, but that uh, Kenya mine uh, is still going through for completion here. Otherwise, their 12 month uh, statement shows uh, uh, recovery operations with an operating profit of 5.3 million sterling, which is actually down somewhat, but the operating profit in the fourth quarter was really well down at uh, just one um, million sterling. Okay. Um, now, Hummingbird Resources had some drilling results, I think? Well, they actually had released some drilling results from uh, underground drilling uh, along the Comana East trend at their Yanfalila mine. And they're 
definitely showing that there is a higher grade ore zone coming from the near surface that is extending down plunge to the north with grades uh, somewhere between two and a half and seven grams regularly being hit here uh, with um, widths between uh, one and eight meters or so. And this drilling program continues, uh, uh, so there will probably be an underground component to, to be developed here on this end of the pit. Mm. Now, maybe worth mentioning also Phoenix Copper today have announced that they've um, launched some ADRs. Uh, I'm yes. Not quite, not quite sure, I mean, you can get an OTC quote, obviously, but an ADR is, is obviously slightly different from an OTC quote, but I mean, does that really help them? Well, that's my question, too. In this particular case, uh, they already have an OTC quote in New York, and these ADRs will also be under a separate ticker symbol in New York. But ADRs are essentially bundled shares as opposed to individually traded shares with a bundled price. And it looks like what they're after is uh, in order to get a bundled price high enough to get some of the uh, restricted institutional money to start playing in Phoenix. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting company um, uh, and clearly looking to get more U.S. investors and attracting U.S. investors. There's a lot of companies that I think would be of interest to U.S. investors, but it's so difficult to bloody regulated world. You'd think it'd be easier, wouldn't you, nowadays with freedom of this and that and globalization. But it gets harder and harder to deal in, in the U.S. because of SEC rules. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll watch that one with interest. Uh, anything else yeah. you want to quickly say, Paul? Yeah, I really have to mention real quick the uh, drilling results coming out from uh, uh, Tesoro Resources, which is ASX listed working on the El Zorro gold project in Chile. Uh, latest drilling coming up with uh, uh, intercepts like 40 meters at 1.3 grams gold and another 67 meters at 3.5 grams gold in the same hole. And uh, this deposit remains still wide open. It's got six drill rigs working on it at this point in time. So lots of upside remaining in this story. You love a good assay result, don't you, Paul? Yep. Uh, I'm going to bring you one of ours soon with some great assay results. You're going to get so excited, but we're not quite there yet. Um, right, on that note, let's call it a day, and we can speak again tomorrow. Very good.